Psycho Steve presents. Hey guys and girls and everybody in between, this is your podcasting pal, Psycho Steve, here on Hair Today, Gone Tomorrow. Today, we're very fortunate and blessed to have the one, the only, one of my favorite musicians and vocalist of all time, Mr. Mark Allen Slaughter. Good evening, good day, good day. How are you, sir? Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm doing really well, thanks. Thanks for asking. How are you doing? Good evening. I am doing very good for my age. So thank you so much for this opportunity. I've known you for a long time, and we've never actually did an interview. We've always said we were going to, but we never have. But now we're going to make it happen. I thought we'd start right. off with and talk about your solo album is the latest release that you've had. Correct? Right. Right. The last record I did was halfway there. It was released last year. Right. And that Mm -hmm. was actually with off of Dave Elveson, bass player of Megadeth. Right. 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 So how did that come about as far as in, I know Dave lives in Nashville too, correct? No, Dave. Dave Mustaine lives in Nashville. Dave uh-huh. uh, Ellison lives in. Uh, he lives in Arizona. Uh-huh. But we did the rock and roll fantasy uh, camp together, and uh, I think it's just kind of what was kind of conducive to uh, getting the music out there. I mean, it's it's you know really it's really hard for artists to find. Uh, means to get their music out because the physical product that we used to know and uh, still love is now disappearing. I mean, if you go into a Best Buy, um, there's you know hardly any CDs left. If you buy a new car, there is no CD player. If you buy a computer, um, CD-ROMs are an extra option that you actually have to pay for. So. You know, things have changed dramatically that there's actually no physical product anymore unless it's final. Wow. So it's, it's, it has changed tremendously, but I, I think that really where, where I'm at as an artist is that an artist makes art and you continue to make art whether, you know, it, no matter how many people it reaches, it's all about getting the music out there. And, uh, you know, because, the way I look, I mean, even for, you know, Paul McCartney who just released a record, which, you know, immediately I bought once it came out, or actually pre-ordered. But, I mean, there's there's still great music from, from heritage artists out there, and, and I think that if people are looking for it, they can still find it. Right on. Very cool. So the album that came out halfway there and everything, you did all the instruments excluding drums. Correct on the album. So as far yeah, as in- I had and I had a drummer. I had I had the uh, I had a drummer play on it, which is Josh Egan. Right. Um, and then I had uh, 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 Jamie Millard, also known as the Pink Newsman. He played on half the, the, the record for us with bass. So awesome. other than that, I mean, I wrote I wrote everything. I produced it here, and, um, and John Clancyfield actually mixed it. So. It's, you know, it's a labor of love, and the song certainly, I think, connects with, helps connect you with a lot of people. It's, uh, it's been received really, really well. Right on. Well, it has been very well received and everything. I have listened to it and everything. I have not played it as of yet, but I will be playing it on here. 
because you have been playing more of your classic stuff that people know you for for right. the albums that you did as the whole band Slaughter right, um, right. and speaking of that uh, is there any chance of a Slaughter coming out with a full length well, you know, we, we entertain it. Um, you know, I, I don't think that, you know, the, the rest of the guys are playing with Vince Neil um, right. 50% of the time. So, you know, when they're doing that is really, that's kind of the time where I'm actually recording. You know, that's the time that I'm really focused on making new music. So um, I just don't know if, if we're going to have enough time to get in the studio to do that. You know, by the right. time that these guys are going to be ready, I'll, I'll have record number three finished you know wow. okay speaking of musicians and everything um was guitar your first instrument or vocal um well i mean i started as a as a singer as a young kid right and i really you know i love to sing along with records and and that's kind of where i really realized how much i love music as a, as a child i mean i listened to records nonstop. that was like one of the things i just loved doing besides you know going out riding my bike but right. um that was kind of that was my that was my thing so um as i i think it was around in fifth grade which is when i was 11 um i started picking up the guitar and it, and then i never you know i only put it down for just a few years when i was in the vinnie vincent invasion it's the only time i actually yeah, I wouldn't say stop playing, but um, I was just focused on everything else but that. Nice. Any people in your family, musicians? Yeah, my uh, my great aunt. Uh, she was, you know, she actually taught um, in Utah at Brigham Young. Um, she taught uh, music, so there is music in the family. My grandmother played piano, and, and uh, you know, there's music on my mom's side for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And speaking of guitar, do you still own your first guitar? I the, the very first guitar I do not. That was one that uh, my sister bought in Mexico for me, okay. and I gave it back to my nephew when he was younger and I think it was El Cabonged over somebody's head so you know it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a goner there but I still have uh, the guitars that my uh, parents uh, bought me for my graduation I have a one of them was uh, one much like what Paul Shanley had that Paul Hamer made me Wow, um, and I still have that one. I'm actually looking at it right now. And then I also had a Carvin, uh, kind of a Les Paul-looking thing. Um, and I actually played that on the first few months of the Hot Shade tour, and I still right. have that one here too. So awesome! How many guitars do you own? Um, that's a good question. Surrounded by, uh, um, there's about there's a, there's probably around forty between you know, what I have here. I don't think there's more than forty, and they're all the usable instruments here in the studio. You know, right on. Okay, so and they're all one. Get, right. How many do you bring on the road with you? I usually bring two. Too. Okay. I usually bring two guitars, um, and it's usually the one. I usually have ones that I know stay in tune and behave well. I call it right the behavior thing. 
Not so if it behaves well, that's usually when I'll go, oh yeah, I'll bring that out because it's, it's, it's doing its thing and it's not going to be something where I'm sitting there talking to the audience telling jokes while I tune the guitar. You know, just, uh, <laughs> um, you, know you, just, you learn, you know. Nice. All right. So now, when you hear your music on the radio, satellite and or terrestrial radio, and you uh-huh. hear your song, do you keep it on or do you turn it off? Um, I, I, I keep it on, but I don't necessarily always turn it up because okay. I, I, I know all the nuances, the nuances of it. I mean, the one thing that's very different from, from, you know, Slaughter to a lot of bands is, is, uh, it was the whole band, or the, all the music was written with Dana and I, we produced the records and we still play the music to this day. So I think we're the only ones that are still representing what was originally recorded and there wasn't any outside writers writing those songs were the ones that wrote it. So, right. um, and, and produced it. So I think we're the only ones in the, in our genre that did that, you know, it's just like, uh, we still, we, you know, we still, I still love music, man. I, I mean, all day to day, that's all I've been doing is, is playing. Nice. And I also noticed that you guys have several dates, uh, that, coming up in the near future that uh, you've also played with the band Scrap Metal with Gunnar and Matthew Um, now bandmates are friends but now who are your friends that are musicians like are like who you hang out with uh, like on a if you can like pick up the phone and say hey because now that you live in Nashville, you're originally from Vegas, you moved to Nashville, right. and you like say, hey, you know, I could pick up the phone and say, hey, Gunner, uh, let's go grab a beer or something. Or is there anybody in the music business that you can actually say besides playing in bands with is actually like a friend that you'd actually like hang out with? I mean, with yeah, I mean, obviously the, the Nelson brothers, obviously, um, right. you know, and, uh, you know, Rachel, uh, of Skid Row. Okay. Um, you know, he's working his butt off right now, so I haven't seen him at all. And I know they're doing a new record right now, but you know, I still get along really well with those guys. I mean, it's just, we're all still creating music. So usually we don't, you know, we're all so busy jet setting around the world. Right. That the only time we really have a moment is when we get during the holidays, and that's usually when we all get together. I mean, it seems like you know, a Thanksgiving or you know, New Year's or you know, around that time is when everybody kind of has a moment to to relax and and uh, and and catch up. Right. Awesome. So when you first got signed to your first album deal with either Vinnie Vincent's Invasion and or when you got signed as your band, your main project, Slaughter, right. uh, on Chrysalis, I believe the album. Uh, Chrysalis, on, yeah. Chrysalis, uh, right. Um, you got it in advance. What did you buy? Um, I actually put money down on a house. Awesome. Um, okay. I mean, I, I think it's very different the way the way you know we thought um, then because it was always like you never know what's going to happen in this industry. Right. So our whole thing is, as well, just put money down in the house. At least you always have a house. You know. Gotcha. And uh, that's just kind of where my mindset is. It's it's very uh, conservative, but that's kind of how I've been my whole life. 
Nice. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. Here's a little off the wall question. Do you sing in mm. the shower? Do I sing in the shower? Um, sometimes I actually do more vocal warm ups, if anything. Okay. Because actually, actually, steam is really good for your voice. Um, right. So it's one of the things that you know, if, if you have a dry, you know, if your dry, you breathe in enough steam, it actually finally gets down into your, you know, across your vocal cords because most people don't think about it, but it, you know, it's it, steam is the only thing that really gets your vocal cords moist. When you swallow, it doesn't get the vocal cords moist. It, it has to steam. Interesting. Okay. I also noticed on com that you're sitting or leaning up against a really amazing car, that Trans Am. Is that your actual yeah. car? It's a friend of mine. Uh, oh, okay. It's his, his car. I have an old uh, 52 Ford truck. That's what I have. Awesome. Yeah, it's an F2. It's like an old, you know, it looks like an old rat rod. I mean, I've got that. I've got an economy car because I live way out in the middle of nowhere. So sometimes right. I'm driving around, I'll, I, you know, elect to do that as opposed to spend, you know, $100 in gasoline to go out to the other side of the world and back. So, wow. Um, and, then, and then I got uh, a luxury car as well. So it's just kind of like, you know, one for every, you know, Everything that's with practical. Nice. Now, what do you consider a luxury car? Um, just, you know, a, a sedan, you know, leather seats, the whole trip, you know, still nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Like when you're driving your couch around, that's, that's a luxury car. When you're driving your couch around, then you're, you're in a luxury car. Copy. Gotcha. What's in your CD player currently? Um, currently in my CD player, um, let's see, what is in my, well, I, I just bought the, the new, uh, um, Paul McCartney. It's actually not a CD, it's actually a download. So I've been listening to that this last few days. Gotcha. All right. Tying in with Paul McCartney, if you had the opportunity to play with any musician dead or alive, who would it be with? Um, I, I would certainly like to play with Paul. I mean, I, I, you know, love the Beatles and love that side of it. Um, you know, I was always, uh, um, you know, as, as pure as this is, I, I would love to, to, uh, do something that's really totally out of the vein of what I do, you know, like in funk or something like that, just for the fun of it, you know, with Shaka Khan or something crazy, you know. Nice. Just, you know, I just, I just love music, man. I just, it's, you know, I've been so lucky even doing this crap metal thing this last weekend was, was amazing because we got to play, uh, we played a couple songs from Boston, which I was a big fan of as a kid and, and uh, I did some elitist stuff and, um, you know, it's just it's just really cool to be able to play all the the, the music that I grew up with. You know, right on the song "Thinking of June" off of the first uh, Slaughter album. Right. Who is June, or who was June? June was Tim uh, Tim Kelly's sister who died of cancer. <laughs> and uh, and he was just like, let's. I'd like to. 
I, I like to put something for my sister. And I said, well, why don't we, you know, so we, when we pulled that together. That's what we called it. Right on. Okay. Now, I know off of the first album, uh, you did several videos. You did quite well on that album. Uh, and then you did tour with Slaughter and Kiss. Um, when you went on tour with Kiss and Slaughter, was there any time on that tour when someone of either friends of the band Kiss or Winger or any time you met somebody and got starstruck? You know, starstruck? Um, yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's weird when you get, you know, when you're actually doing it, uh, you know, it, it's funny to be a fan of somebody that you just kind of hold it inside because you can't go, oh my God, <laughs> you know, you think you're a freak otherwise. So you learn this kind of this etiquette that you just kind of go, hey, how's it going? You know, like, uh, you know, but, you know, look, I, I, you know, I was a big fan of ACDC and, and Malcolm and, and uh, Angus came to one of the shows and that was cool and, Jimmy Page came to one when I was playing with uh, uh, Poison. He came with David Coverdale when they were doing their projects together. And, uh, you know, look, those are, those are key moments to me. You know, right. I, I was at a radio convention. I got sang with Stuart Copeland, you know, big police wow. fan. You know, so, you know, I like all, like I said, I like all kinds of music. So it's just kind of like one of those things that, that, uh, um, when you run into somebody you don't expect, Tina Turner, for instance, you know, it's, you just kind of go, man, that's awesome. That's history right there. That's awesome. Gotcha. Now, if you didn't become the successful box star that you are, what would you be doing? Um, I, I know that I'd always have music, you know, going one way or another, but, um, you know, I, I said to my dad, uh, when I started years ago, when I was teaching, I was actually teaching guitar. Um, you know, my dad was an electrician by trade, and he said, you know, by the time you're 25, if you haven't made it, then, you know, I'll put you in the apprentice program here in Las Vegas, and, and then you can be an electrician. So, you know, I had already been, you know, on many jobs with my dad, so I kind of knew it. But uh, um, I would say probably that because that was kind of the family business, so to speak, you know. Nice. Now, you said all of the guys at Slaughter are in Vince Neal's projects, such as Blando, Dana, and of course, right. the, late, the latest addition to the band, even though he's been in the band for quite a while now, Volton. And Volton. Uh -huh. um, you guys live all different parts of the country. Uh, how do you guys like get together and say you're going to put a set list together or do you guys text each other and then when you guys get together before soundtrack or as you're doing soundtrack and saying okay these are the songs we're going to be doing of course we're going to yeah, do we, yeah we don't vary much often I mean it really it's, it's one of those things that you look at your royal at your royalty statements and <laughs> you know this is one thing that, I, that, that we do that's probably very different than a lot of people do which is that you look at the songs that people download, listen to, play on the radio, or, or that are relevant to people's lives. Right. And you, you focus more on those than you do on some obscure track that nobody knows. Because you'll, you'll see that 
when you start playing songs people don't know they lose interest um right. you know and, and you, you just you, you've got to you know really keep it for the the vibe is there so i think that's one of the things we're pretty conscious of cool okay now there's also been a rumor about one of the members of slaughter i don't know if it was you or any of them uh or uh previous members was uh related to a member of pantera uh that was uh that would be in in the slaughter family okay um, rex rex is i think related related to the slaughter family the slaughter families down in uh in texas awesome so okay. that that's where that, that's where the missing link is in that it's, the slaughter kind of they came from Texas from Texas Sean Slaughter and all the history that was in with that that guy. I mean, he was he was a if you go to Disney, you can see Texas Sean Slaughter. He was a tough era. Really yeah. Wow, that's pretty awesome. All right. Uh, and then a couple of your music videos, you've had the video vixens and everything. Um, all the video vixens and all the models and everything. Were you ever linked up with any of the video girls in your videos or dated any of them? Yeah, the first, the first video, the uh, Up All Night video, I actually dated uh, the girl with a really, really long blonde hair and it under a while. And I gave it her for for you know a good year, nice. um, but yeah, yeah. And I mean that's kind of you know what went on then, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, as as uh, life goes on, I mean everybody you know, moves on and finds a place and does their thing. And certainly, yeah. uh, you know, when you're young like that, you're young like that. Absolutely. So, what do your kids think about their dad? as being a rock star? Um, I, you know, I kept a lot of it away from them when they were young, so it's like I didn't have all my plaques up, or, you know, I had a few guitars in my studio, but I didn't really, you know, hit them over the head with it, so to speak, so. Um, they had a normal childhood, so it wasn't like something they were just, you know, like, you know, that uh, was, like, crazy for them. You know, right. but they they went to a couple shows and they they saw it and they got it. But I, I think that they enjoyed it. Um, Brandon certainly enjoyed it. And Eli is, uh, you know, I think he's got more of the music bug than than Brandon did. You know, Brandon's had right. uh, had into computers and that. So, but uh, you know, it's it's kind of uh, it's in your blood. I mean, music is certainly a part of all of us, and if you've got that gene, it certainly comes out. Nice. Either one of them play an instrument? Um, Eli does. He plays uh, He plays bass and a little guitar and ukulele and, you know, whatever you can court the girls with. Right on. Nice. Uh, have you ever recorded with them? Um, no, he's kind of got his own thing. He doesn't really want to... He wants to do it on his own terms, which is fine. You know, right um, you know, he one day he came in. It was kind of cool. He says, "God, check this out. This is this is that one Black Sabbath song. It was a song called Clough. It was off the Sabbath Bloody Sabbath record." And we just sat there one evening and just you know played it down. Just to see it. And that was kind of cool. You know, it's kind of like one of those things. You go, "Wow, you know, 
There it is. Nice. Uh, I also see on your social media you're a big dog fan. You have yeah. several dogs. Yeah, I have two, I have two uh, Great Pyrenees. Is what That's I have. what they are. Okay. I was, yeah, the Great Pyrenees. Yeah, they're really... They're really, uh, I, I had one um, years ago um, that, that passed. His name was Bubba, and he was 172 pounds. And these guys are, they're, they're you know, uh, Junior's about my height if he stands up. So he's about 6'1". And then we have a rescue that we, just, we call him Happy. Mm-hmm. Um, probably because the fact that he was happy when we rescued him. And right. he's probably, my guess, he's about 5'10". Yeah, but uh, they're 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 great dogs. You know, they're just they're they're a lot of company, and um, um, you know we we have a we have a good time. Right. Okay. So the solo album, you did some touring for it. Any chance of another leg of that tour or another album? So, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna come up with some. I'm working on new music right now. I, I've got pretty much. I've got the music. I just have to lyrically start figuring out exactly what it is that you know. Music comes to me like orchestras, and then the lyrics usually come later. That's how it, I've always been that way. Right. Um, very few times have I ever just said, "This is the lyric that I want to say." This. It's just kind of. I always follow the bouncing ball of the melody first. So. Um, but uh, you know, I've got I've got a lot of music right now, and it's just really just trying to put it together and making uh, the words marry the music, and and at that point, I'll decide what I'm going to use and not use. Nice. And I was explaining to Jay when I told him we got the opportunity to talk to you about how amazing your impressions are. You still do them. Um, I haven't, you know, I, I, you know, I do it just being a goofball, but I haven't done it in a while. I, I live out in Tennessee and, and, uh, um, you know, I'm just kind of in my own little bubble out here. Um, I did, did have an opportunity to go back out and do, um, you know, the voice of Donald Duck of one of them, you know, which is, I should say an audition to do Donald Duck, but, you know, I was like number two the last time they did an audition, but, you know, I just don't have the time to to you know be be in Los Angeles and, and do that. I'm pretty comfortable where I am, so I selected just to keep keep my silly voices to myself, so to speak. Gotcha. Because I told him how like my favorite voice that you've ever done was CC huh. Bell. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So yeah, I, I was like, you have to hear it because you would think he would actually be talking to him. So yeah, listen. Yeah, he's he's definitely listen, Psycho Steve. You're crazy. I love it. Yeah, see, see what I mean, Jay? I told you. Yeah. So, yeah, to, yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's, you know, all that is just, it's just being around people. I'm sure that when you're around, you know, your friends and, and outside of it, you start, can pick up on their mannerisms and what they do and how they speak. And certainly it's one of the things I've, I've learned over the years and, and many of the people I've, I've toured with. Right on. Okay. A couple more questions and then I'll let you go because I know you're quite busy. Uh, sure. As far as in slaughter, uh, just doing the touring thing. When you're not doing that, I know you also compose a lot of scores for uh, like cartoons and TV shows. 
Uh, yeah, and, and I've done, and I've yeah, and I've sung sung on some some uh, you know television ads, and you know I've done. <laughs> I mean, you know, I did like a Hot Wheels commercial because you know I have like a younger voice, you know. Right. Right. I knew from my wheels, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. you know? but, uh, but, you know, just that type of stuff. And then I've done just straight, strict music for Fox television. And, and uh, um, you know, you make music and you just hope that it, it finds a place. Right. And that's really where I'm at with music. I, I, I just, I really like to create it. If it becomes a, a bed for somebody's, uh, you know what they're doing or a uh, television show or whatever it's, it's it's all good stuff I'm all about it right I was actually talking to one of my friends about you doing it Fred Curry um, the original drummer to Cinderella right Fred yeah Fred's doing he's doing an incredible job at it I mean he's actually more in it than I am um, mm-hmm. and and he's yeah, he's really good at it man I, I'll tell you what I've I toured with Fred back in 1991, and, and you know, I've said this a million times to a lot of people. I think that he's even more talented than he was then. He's really grown as a musician and right. doing some really great stuff. Gotcha. All right, so what's the next step for Mark Slaughter? Are we, can we see a book? No, I don't. Uh, I, I don't think. I don't think I have anything. I don't think I have anything in a book side. And you know the, you know Bobby Rock actually wrote a, a book about the Vinnie Vincent, you know, experience. And I think he brushed across it, uh, you know, enough to where I think that a lot of those um, stories were answered in that. And you know, with Slaughter, it's uh, you know obviously a certain, it's a different scenario, but. Um, you know, it's still equally, you know, it's still, there's still a lot of stories and a lot of stuff. It's just, I haven't really looked at it as writing a book as, as right now. I think I have a lot more, a lot more living to do. Right on. Uh, speaking of Bob's book, have you read it? Yes, I did. Okay. And, what and did you read it? What did, what did you say? I, I didn't get it yet. I am actually, okay. I, I just ordered it. So I am very anxious to read it. Yeah, I mean, I think Bobby, Bobby, yeah, Bobby is really, um, he is really fair to all sides. He's probably the most neutral um, party of everybody in the whole invasion side of things. So, you know, I, I think that, you know, he's, you know, I think he spoke very, very well and, and captured a lot of the, um, you know, the truth in, in all that. So, you know, I think he did a fantastic job. He's always been well versed, and, and that—I'm uh, real proud of him. I think it's a great book. Awesome. Okay, so you did bring up Vinnie Vincent. There's one Vinnie Vincent question I have for you, sure. and What's he that? can say whatever or pass. Man or woman? <laughs> I have to ask. <laughs> what do you Man think? or a woman? Well, yeah. you know. You know, who knows if, you know, if, if the talk is going on or not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what's going on there. But, uh, you know, look, it, it, regardless, you know, a, again, in, in, in the true side of it, if that's something he wants to do in life and he's comfortable with that, then, you know, good for him. Right. You know, that, that's kind of how, that's how I feel about it. You know, I, I, it's, there's too many too many negative things in the world right now. I mean, I just think that, you know, whatever he decides to do, 
I, I hope he's happy. You know, he he's never really seemed happy uh, in that side of it of, uh, when I was around, except for right. when the record company was lit up with, you know, they were really happy with the way the vocals turned out on the record. So, um, but uh, I wish him well. And, you know, I kind of leave it at that. Every, everything else on that side of it is pretty much irrelevant. Nice. You know, it, it doesn't it doesn't add up to one percent of anything that I've done in a slaughter financially. So I don't even really pay much mind to it. But you know, the one thing you can do in this business is you wish people well and and just move on and do your own thing. Gotcha. Do you still own the glove from the Love Kill video? Spready glove. Yes. I think I think I think my friend has them because he was oh, like, "Say, I don't want these gloves," and I just hand them hand them to my friend, and he, you know, he'd probably know more where it's at than I would. Gotcha. Now, do you still have any of your stage gear from that? No, I I kind of gave it all away. To be honest with you, I was like, "I, I what am I going to do with this?" You know? Okay. Because you also I, had a I just, uh, microphone. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, gold Audix microphone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I wore that thing out. You know, it was a great mic. You know, it was a great, it was a great mic. But it was, that was literally a gold Audix microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of one of those things. It was very Vegasy. You know. Yeah, because I, I just remember you because the first time I saw you before Slaughter evolved, I saw you with the Vincent's Invasion. You played the Ritz, and Brian Rodemacher took some incredible photos of all of you and he actually just recently posted a couple of them and I'm just like what if he still has the mic or he donated it to like you know the Rock and Roll Hall of Shame or yeah I don't know where uh, I can't remember where I think it just died on me I think I just wore it just clean out of you know I threw that microphone up up in the air just as much as I sang on it so uh, you know it was it was a good mic but uh, I don't know I don't know what happened to that could have walked could have walked with one of the road crew guys I don't know nice all right all right so no book but now how can people find you as far as in that's time to plug away as far as in selfish plugs and promotion so we can um, that, you know and they can find me it's Mark Slaughter yeah MarkSlaughter.com is Slaughter Band you, you know um, you know Slaughter USA um, right. and there's uh, um, you know there's Mark Slaughter Official on Facebook um, same thing on on uh, Instagram so uh you know, again, it's funny in, in the whole shameless promotion side of it. You know, if somebody's moved by the music, you know, you'll find it and you'll you'll get it and you'll go there. You know, I I, uh, I narcissistically, you know, don't in that side of it. I don't think narcissistically. I think more about uh, you know the things that matter in life. To be honest with you, so I nice. stay away from talking much about. <laughs> I'm not really much into talking about myself anyway, but. Uh, you know, there you have it. Nice. And going on tour with Slaughter, any uh, like co-headlining or doing support for any bands coming up that we should look for? Um, nothing that's on the books right now that I'm aware of, but, uh, um, you know, there's uh, there's going to be, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of shows coming up this, this next year. I know I have still quite a few coming up to the, for the rest of this year and those can all be seen up at uh, 
it, there's uh, barriers to sight. So uh, you know, just kind of reach out and a couple of keystrokes away and you're in. Nice. And then last but not least, what agency are you with? Because I do have a lot of promoters and book and like owners of clubs that listen to the show uh, that they can book your solo act or slaughter act. It's ultra big time entertainment. That's okay. what it's all about. Big again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, he works with a lot of a lot of people in this, you know, from this ilk. And he's right. very he's very passionate about this music, and that's 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 a key point, you know. Absolutely. Well, all right. Once again, thank you for making this happen X amount of years later, but we finally made it happen. Very much. Yes, absolutely. Well, have a good night. All right. Thank you, man. Have a great evening. We'll talk to you You soon. You guys. All right. Bye-bye. Psycho Steve presents.